0: Way too many first responders are struggling with their fitness, health, and body goals, but you're not alone in that fight. I'm Ted with Fit Responder and with 11 years experience in law enforcement, as well as being a fitness coach for over 15 years myself. I've created some free resources as well as one-to-one professional fitness coaching for first responders. So I want you to check us out, fitresponder.com, or look us up on Instagram at fit.responder, that's Fit period Responder.
1: And let's see you there. Chat soon. Thanks, and enjoy the podcast.
2: The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. This podcast has explicit content and is meant for a mature audience. The views expressed on this Poorly Made podcast reflect the opinions of the guest and host. They do not reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this Poorly Made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, I kindly invite you to lighten the fuck up. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the orgasmic sound of a Crown Vic. Oh, hey there. Welcome to the Very Poorly Made Police Podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd. And today... We're going to have a really fucking greasy podcast because we're going to talk about smut and all the fun stuff that happens on police departments. I think this is coming out right after Valentine's Day, so perfect. You and your lovers can discuss all the terrible stuff that we're going to discuss. But before we get into it, I got a couple fancy co-hosts. The first, the one, the only, the guy that has sex way more than the rest of us, I have Johnny Stash. How are you, buddy? Excellent. Glad to be here. Glad to be back. You know, I I think we make you out to be this sex crazed maniac, but you also you made a lot of sense on the podcast. You're a very well spoken man. Do I misrepresent you on this podcast as just being a complete fucking horn dog, or is that true?
3: Look, we we all have our inner demons. I, I feel like, you know, I can control it maybe some more than than the than the real horn dogs out there, but it's. The dog's still in there, man. The dog's still in there barking.
2: <laughs> I like that. And then, never coming last, the man, the myth, the legend.
4: Better call Saw.
2: How are you, buddy? What's happening? Brought to you by Viagra, because I'm old. Ha! <laughs> Boners. What a game changer that must be. I, I told my wife... A while ago that I wasn't looking forward to, you know, being older and not being able to use it because I didn't see the point of living. She's like, that's it. Like, that's the only reason you're alive. I said, yes. That's why I do anything. To try and get laid. Why? I mean, isn't that isn't that why we're here? That's just nature, baby. It is in the I don't know. Apparently I'm a piece of shit. But thank God for Viagra. So actually, I have a Viagra tie that i bought at a junk store and i really wanted to wear it to court and i just never could grow the balls to do it
3: that's a power move that
0: that would be pretty amazing
2: Saul. you spent a lot of room or a lot of time in a courtroom rather what's the best tie you ever saw
3: oh god in a courtroom is there like
2: did anybody was there any like real power move ties like You know, I saw a detective once with a SpongeBob tie, and I was like, come on, bro. You're on fucking, you're on the clock. You look like a fucking 12-year-old. But I wonder if shit like that makes it into the courtroom.
0: Not really. There's not anything I can actually think of. I wore a skull and crossbone tie to a mediation once just to mess with the mediator.
2: (laughs) All right, we're off topic. Nobody cares about ties. People want to listen and hear about smut. So the reason... I
0: used that that tie to... tie up a hooker later?
2: Yeah! That's what I'm talking about. He's kidding yeah. for for the purposes of this podcast, he's probably kidding. Although you're a fucking lawyer, man. You probably did all kinds of shady shit and I've seen better Call Saul. I've seen Breaking Bad. I know what you guys do. Yeah, sadly I'm way too lame for any of that. I could see you being the double life kind of guy.
0: I I get far too excited about putting on sweatpants at the end of the day and sitting on my couch. I'm a party animal.
2: We're going to get off topic here, but I just bought a chair, like an old chair. But fucking shit, that chair is the best chair ever. And if I could just sit in that chair all day long and literally do nothing, it would be the best.
0: It's the little things in life, man. It is the little
3: things in life.
0: And those antique chairs,
3: you got to wonder, you know, how many, how many, uh, like farts are trapped in there. It really seasons it up. You
2: know, that's the beauty. That's why it's so comfortable.
0: Or did you blacklight it? It'd be covered in Siemens.
2: I don't even want to know. You know what I I actually
0: thought? Does it crunch when you sit down?
2: (laughs) No, but you know what I was thinking about? Is the chair is so comfortable. It almost like sucks me in. And ever since the, uh, the Paranormal podcast, which you were part of, Saul, I promise, folks, we'll talk about smut soon. But it like it almost feels like it sucks me in. I'm like, I wonder if a guy died in the chair. I don't care because it's comfortable, but I, I do wonder that. I do know one time we bought furniture, and we bought it because it was very similar to a set we had. and It was like a piece we were missing. A hundred percent an old lady – not a hundred percent, but there's a good chance an old lady died on that couch because the guy's like, oh, yeah, my mother-in-law died, and – there wasn't really like a bed in the place. It was just this really nice, comfy couch. And that is possible. But anyway. I, I do have a funny story about that. You know what? Let's I, go for I, it. I hate to continue on the tangent.
3: No, let's go. We're, we're here. This is, like a, you this is what
2: we do here. Just do it.
3: Yeah. So a, a coworker of mine, uh, he's he's super old school, right? And now he's my age. He's actually a little younger. Um, but he's he's such an old soul, right? And he, uh, he bought a house out here. And uh, it was like. One of those 1700s, like, extremely old houses. Everything's fucking extremely old. Except when he bought it, there was, like, a brand new California King mattress upstairs. No idea really how they got it up there because it's a small little bedroom. But he said it was so comfortable, he kept it. He's still sleeping on that mattress to this day. Who does that?
2: That's... I don't know. That's weird, dude. Like, I'll buy stuff at thrift stores, but I would never buy a used mattress. Right. You know?
3: Shouldn't you draw a line at the mattress? I, I, I just find that completely insane. I don't care how how new it is. He he said he said it was relatively unused, but uh, there's just something about it. I, I just couldn't. If it still had the plastic on it, maybe? No. No. Like, the previous owner had slept on it. Maybe a fortnight. I... Did you just drop it? I don't know. <laughs> How's
0: that I'm different though than the when you go
1: thing.
0: to when you go to a hotel and know that everybody and their mom literally is banged on the mattress that you're on? And so somebody somebody who gets minimum wage is cleaning the room and not giving
3: a shit. Oh absolutely. You know what? Point point taken.
0: Yeah. So we stayed at a I was at a conference once and we were at a some condo thing that we rented for the conference. And you know how they have those books where you write, like, Oh, the weather was so beautiful, and thank you for your condo. We were reading through it, and somebody was like, Um, I wouldn't eat off the counters if I were you. Just saying. (laughs) And then somebody else was like, (laughs) I don't know how much they clean the table, but same issue. (laughs) And it just went around, like, the entire place. It was
2: hilarious i was dying that's awesome hey johnny i was gonna ask you something buddy because you're uh, you're kind of our sex expert for some reason are you ready for it yeah let's let's hear it okay
3: where are gay men's vaginas
1: They, they don't have vaginas what oh they're just regular men when two gay men have sex how do they know whose penis will open up to accept the other person's penis?
2: Sorry, I just came across that <laughs> clip, and it fucking, fucking kills me every time I see it. All right. God, so, they would never be able to make
0: that show today. Isn't that no.
2: sad? Isn't that sad? It's such a vanilla show, too, almost, you know? By those standards. Yeah.
0: Well, and so, I got to ask real quick for the millions of listeners – Stash, wife,
2: and
3: baby, good. Absolutely. All right, nice. Congrats, man. Thank you, man.
2: That's all. He's changed, man. He's a changed. I just wanted to to check in. I am.
3: I I underwent the metamorphosis.
2: It does change you. Do you get New Balances yet? (sighs) Sketchers, Sketchers, bud. That's not bad. That's that's pretty. Those are pretty dad shoes at this point. All right, so let's talk about some smut. No more hotels or penises opening up to accept the other man's penis or children as a weird order to put things. But so this podcast, I wanted to prove a point. The Megan Hall thing, the Tennessee thing, by the way, Tennessee, you've overtaken Minnesota for fuck ups. Well done.
0: But I, I will actually a thousand percent agree with that. So you're off the hook, uh, Minnesota.
2: Yeah. That what happened there in Laverne or Laverney or whatever the fuck you call it. That is not something that is so uncommon that we should all be mystified. I think I made a meme about it a while back. I think there's a lot of people after that made the news fucking sweating because they're like, holy fuck. And I don't think it just happens in police departments. I think it happens everywhere. So one could say that I'm, I don't want to say I'm coming to the defense of those, the folks involved in that, but I'm just trying to prove it's not just them. And I had people send in some funny sent not, you know what? They're kind of cruel and tragic, but they are a little bit funny. I have a story I'm going to share, but I just saw an article a couple days ago out of the New York post. And I'm going to read some parts of it. I guess it was from Megan Hall's um, exit interview, or maybe the investigation. So, Have you guys read any of this? It's very interesting. I have not.
0: I haven't either because I, you know, would rather watch like paint dry, but.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, here, you know, cover your virgin ears if you need to. All right. So the New York Post reads, the Tennessee cop fired for having sex with multiple officers while on duty told investigators she cracked while going through a difficult divorce leading to affairs with Randy, male colleagues who would stick their dick in anything. That's the first point. Like Everybody was a everybody was making comments about like, oh, whatever. You know, she's not that hot, whatever. I'm telling you, every guy that made that comment, not every guy, but a lot of the guys that made that comment wouldn't know what to do with a fucking pair of tits in their hand because they spend all their days online. But there's a point. They feel
0: like a bag of sand.
2: (laughs) Yeah. God, I love that movie, um, but damn it. I'm distracted now thinking of that sandpaper, but <laughs> I uh, guys are fucking dogs, man. Like I, I think she's, I think, I don't think she's like the hottest chick ever, but she's, you know, she's pretty. I don't know it, it, to each their own kind of thing. People made a big deal out of that, but you know, a lot of people have this whole like, Oh, I would only do her and her and her. And like, it's just not true presented the opportunity like a tenth of the department bang that chick am i off base with that
0: i think it depends on how there i know a lot of guys that are actually and this is a shocker extremely loyal and wouldn't um which is awesome and all joking aside like dash the whole lifestyle is that what we're supposed to call it the lifestyle
3: yeah, the, the lifestyle is... That's the colloquial term, for sure. Okay. So, <laughs> what
0: I always respect about that, like, it's the whole honesty thing, right? Like, if both partners know what's going on and they consent to it, what do I give a shit? The mm, whole pro- mm. problem is the, like, behind the scenes, somebody lying to somebody. That's where you have issues and problems. But we've all seen people, male and female, and also probably some... day thems. Boom. That... <laughs> you know are always looking for something on the side or something else and it's just fucking unfortunate and sadly it's i find it to be extremely depressing and sad and kind of pathetic um i judge that way more than i would somebody who's like oh no my wife and i are cool we both have discussions about this and we go do our thing like cool good on you um i respect the hell out of that because at least everybody knows what's going on so It's kind of a long-winded way of saying I'm in love with Stash.
2: (laughs) Hell yeah, buddy. Goes both ways. Ah, Gay! So, there's another quote that that was in here, and we're not going to read the whole article, but she says, I got stupid, I got desperate, and I guess guys are guys, and they'll stick their dick in anything. Saul, you kind of ruined my point because you said you knew all these loyal guys. I would say... Out of my friend group, I, I would almost say it's like 50-50. I know plenty of guys, like half of the guys are totally loyal. I, would, I wouldn't I would believe you if you came to me and said, hey, they're doing this kind of stuff. The other half of the guys, no, it, all bets are off. All bets are off. Presented the right set of circumstances, for sure. No doubt they would. And I get it, man. Everybody's fucking horny. I, I mean, we, we had a one of the first guests on the podcast were talking about that everybody's horny right it's cool i get it but it, i don't know i think it's like a reflection on society right now where people just half of the society can't be faithful i don't know what do you think stash
3: yeah i mean it's it's kind of a, a maybe anecdotally a bigger problem now than it has been in you know decades past i just feel like the concept of being Loyal monogamous, whatever you want to call it, is just, I don't know, it's just not held in such societal importance as it used to be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I feel like, you know, no, go ahead 20 years ago, and a, a cheating scandal would have had such more gravity than it does nowadays. You know, nowadays it's just a kind of whatever,
1: yeah. I-
2: I don't well, think anybody was shocked by it, like the well, like the Megan Hall thing. It was just it was funny because it was funny, right? The memes were just kind of wrote themselves, kind of thing. But that well, the, me- the memes were incredible. But that you could have replaced that with, I'm sure, thousands of people throughout the country interchange the you know the names and faces. It, it's the same thing.
0: I mean, I don't know how many people are simultaneously banging
2: half their <laughs> office.
0: I don't know. I think you'd I, be well, guys. I'd let, like to think that's way. probably it's it's so, weird as a supervisor. I don't know why half the office called out with a herpes outbreak at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has chlamydia.
3: No, what what I was gonna say is that when I first when the, like the, the news the story phase broke, so to speak, uh, I almost wasn't phased by it at all because I was like, yeah, I mean, the, you know. That I guess that kind of happened sometimes, but then when the memes started rolling in, it was just it just got away from itself.
2: It did, it did. They were funny though. They were funny. I'm gonna read some more of the article here. In part of the transcript, Hall admitted to performing oral sex on Sergeant Lewis Powell inside a police substation. She said their affair involved a lot of sex and was sparked by troubles in her marriage. Um, the affair with Powell allegedly became toxic once Hall tried to break things off. She said he threatened to kill himself by drinking an entire bottle of Jack Daniels and then getting into a car wreck. He said to her, or, sorry, let me reread that. Quote, it's because of you and you did this to me and you hurt me, Hall claimed Powell said to her. I want to talk about that, boys. Stop telling chicks you're going to kill yourself if you guys are going to break up.
1: I might take this reasons. out, but I
2: kind of hope that you do. If you tell somebody that, fuck off. Oh, I, I should take. Maybe I should take that. I, out. Don't, know I don't know if you
0: should. Like, <laughs> if you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. Like, I hate that whole. If I can't have you, nobody will. Other side of the coin. Oh, if you leave me, I'm gonna kill myself. Fuck you. Do it or shut the fuck up.
3: <laughs> it it it, it kind of goes into like the whole gaslighting thing, you know, like, yeah. like just manipulating with with mm-hmm. veiled, you know, bullshit threats and stuff like that.
2: You know, could you imagine? And, and I feel like for the most part, I'm sure some people stay together, but I, I would imagine most times that threat comes up And that. I don't know for sure if this guy said it right. It's an allegation. But, you know, we've all been on calls where that's part of the issue with whatever call we're going to is so-and-so said he's going to kill himself or she's going to kill herself if they can't stay together kind of thing. How is your relationship going to ever be normal again? If that person, the only reason they stayed with you is because you basically, I mean, it's not even a consensual relationship at that point. It's basically like they feel bad and they're going to stay with you.
0: I've kind of made my marriage last that way.
2: <laughs> well, you know, you don't have another divorce, right?
0: Yeah, my wife just feels sorry for me. So she just like says, oh,
2: that's different. That's different because I know my wife feels sorry for me, too. (laughs) But I never threatened to kill myself so I could have her. That's that's where the line in the sand there is. Right. I
1: don't know. Yeah,
0: I think if I threatened to kill myself, my wife would tell me to
2: fuck off. And that's why I love her. (laughs) Hey, do you need to borrow my gun? Oh, we're getting a little dark here. <laughs>
0: That's weird. That never happens.
2: No. So, let's see. During the interview... So, they eventually break it off. Uh, during the interview, she also confessed to having sex with fellow officer Larry Holiday and a threesome with fellow officer Patrick Magalacotto. I can't pronounce it. His wife. Nudes were also exchanged between Hall and multiple officers. Um... I think those were kind of the, the big things I wanted to get into. I mean, it it makes it a little bit different, you know, if she's going through a divorce kind of thing. Like, if she would have just maybe banged one of the guys and not five of the guys, it probably wouldn't have been, like, a big thing. Legit, here's my thing, though.
0: If they had all done this shit completely off-duty in their own time, don't fucking care.
2: Yeah, I mean the supervisor thing I care a little bit about. I know some people would no that. Yeah, that's the supervisor thing's a problem.
0: That's fair, but I mean, aside from take rank out of it, if you know, if she wants to bang an entire hockey team off duty, knock yourself out. That's disgusting. Don't fucking care, but stop doing that shit on duty.
2: So i don't know i i'm kind of of the opinion i don't like the whole cheating thing it it, and i've mentioned this before but like if i know you cheat on your spouse and you're my cover on a call i'm gonna question your decision making abilities you know you know, the whole death to us part, do us part thing, right? I know a lot of people don't take that seriously. I do. But, you know, you're, you're supposed to be faithful to one person. Like, that's one of the bigger things in your life you should do. And you can't do that, but I expect you to handle yourself appropriately in a call. Am I a dick for thinking that way? Am I off base? I don't know I mean, that I, I
3: see that bridge. I don't personally subscribe to that but i can i could see the logic the logic tracks to me that's not totally off base to think
2: well and i might just i don't want to say like i'm radical by any means but i that's just the way i think about it i know not other everybody thinks about that i mean and i get it too like we all make mistakes i mean what's i i just had a guy on the podcast that lost his job for eating a fucking pot brownie when he's made a dumb mistake kind of thing and we i mean we've heard stories of you know, guys, fucking get DUIs on duty and shit, and they keep their job, which is fucking ridiculous in my book. It's, you know, what what's a bigger mistake? Uh, driving drunk where you could kill somebody, or ruining your marriage? I don't know. I I, I guess that's for everybody to kind of to decide. But I would think the same thing if the guy is like, oh, you're a cop and you enforce the rules and you've given people DUIs, but you're going to drive drunk. I'm also going to question your decision making ability as my cover officer if that's fair
0: i just think those are different issues i completely agree so whenever i teach in academies i tell people like just by being here you've signed up to be better than the average person and you've got to be held to a higher standard and if you get popped in a domestic or you get a dui i always tell them, if you call me and are like hey i need legal services i'm gonna tell you to go fuck yourself because i don't feel bad for you and i'm not going to be part of it yeah I don't know any other way to say it I just think everybody's so inclined to make excuses for that type of behavior that our choices to be made and if I never felt there were DA's I know who would argue that they would always give shitty deals on DUIs the stop was always good they wouldn't listen to any arguments then lo and behold when they got popped for their own DUI they would tell me that the stop was bad, they weren't impaired, on and on. I'm like, do you know how many times I've argued that to you, you piece of shit, and you've put hundreds of people in jail for that, and then you just did it? I just have a big problem with hypocrisy in general, I guess. That's my rant.
2: We could do a whole podcast on that. Johnny, what were you going to say? Yeah,
3: I mean, I was I was going to say a lot of the same. You know, I, I definitely draw the line, obviously, when when an officer is committing arrestable offenses on or off duty and then expects to be taken seriously when he's enforcing the law for those same offenses that's no bueno you can't abide by that at all so we 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 can definitely agree on that the infidelity thing i mean it's a little different you could definitely have the judgment thing in mind for sure you know what i mean but i i don't a hundred percent see the full translation of inability to keep it in your pants with you know, shoddy police work necessarily.
2: I guess just the way I look at it and the kind of draw what Saul was saying is you signed up to be better than other people. If yeah. You can't... The,
3: the, the integrity portion of it, you know, comes into play.
2: And that, you know, that, that's something that is important to me. You know, if I, if I, if you're not trustworthy, you have no integrity, you know, and it, and if, you know, if your fucking spouse can't trust you, how the fuck am I supposed to trust you kind of thing? Again, I no doubt everybody's going to draw that same parallel, but I guess something for people to think about. Yeah, I
3: see. I see the logic tracks. I see it. So here's
0: where I've always had an issue. Like politicians, right? And I'm going to make this fun because I'm going to bring up every cop's favorite politician. Are you ready? Oh, no. B- Bill and Hillary. Okay. okay. So... My whole thing, and I think it tracks here, right? Like, he's getting blown in office by an intern. That is a somebody of a higher rank abusing somebody of a lesser rank. Fuck that, that's fucked up. But as far as, like, infidelities in general, my thought with any politician has always been, that's between you and your spouse, and that doesn't impact your ability to do your job. Um, Aside from the whole blackmail thing, and everything else he he lied Um, about it oh no no what what the definition of is is so then it gets to integrity when you start lying about it and covering it up but if he had come out and said yeah i banged 20 women on the side i'd be like cool that's between you and your spouse like if you're both cool with that and don't care what business of that is mine right
3: I mean, yeah, I agree. Mean, I agree, if, I agree if, with the aspect
2: if, of if if it's, all if it's in the open, yeah. If it's all in the open, I would disagree. You know, if Hill Dog didn't know, you know what was going on. I mean, obviously she didn't care that much. She stayed with him, but you know, she. I'm sure she fucking knew that.
0: But oh yeah, no, that's a that's a. Well, we've all heard some things. I'm just saying that appears to be a marriage of political convenience.
2: Yeah. Wow, who would have thought? Saul digging up the dirt, man. Monica Lewinsky. So, yeah. I have one of my favorite cop stories. It doesn't involve me, it's like third hand information. I believe it to be true. Is it a friend of yours? Wink, wink. It is not. It is not. Um, So I'll tell my greasy story. You guys, if you guys have one, you know, feel free to shoot after. So this guy was you just tell us to feel free to
0: shoot after.
2: Hey, do what you got to do, man.
0: Was that a was that a.
2: Oh, what were we calling the baby batter? Was that a milk sneeze joke? (laughs) (laughs) You take it any way you want to take it. That's what she said. So this guy. He was not an attractive guy. I'd met him before. He, you know, y- you can only work with what God's given you, right? He wasn't the ugliest fella I'd ever come across, but he'd been a cop for a while. And I reference that because he should have fucking known better. But anyway, so he meets some clerks, quite possibly crackheads at a local convenience store. And I guess they work midnights, he works midnights, he befriends them. They have a a friendship and at some point in the friendship there becomes a threesome involving this couple and him and then it maybe turns into a cuck thing, right? Keep in mind, cop potential crackhead, okay? Never good. So it gets to a point where the wife wants to have sex with the cop more than husband. Wait, hold on. We got a crackhead I... is teller at the store. Yes. Crackhead couple. They both work at this convenience store. I'm a bad storyteller. So, I apologize. Male
0: and female couple are married and work at convenience store. Yes. Yes. So cop is the, the solo in the throuple. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I yeah. wasn't trying. I didn't know if it was cop's wife that was.
2: Getting- oh, no, no, no. Cop's not married. He, he is not an ugly man or he is not an attractive man. So he, he takes it where he can get it. Right. So he becomes part of this throuple, but it gets to a point. Um, and I guess, you know, she's blowing him at the, at the convenience store and, and shit like that, like on duty stuff too. Uh, having well sex- she is in the
0: service industry
2: It is true Having sex at nearby parks Shit like that It gets to the point where she Is attending more to the cop Than her husband So the husband goes to the PD And reports this To IA IA investigates Ample evidence And a career Is gone because you wanted to fuck a crackhead. You hate to see it. I hate to see it. Did he at least to... get free churros? I I hope so, man. I hope so. Maybe a, you know, a hot dog that's a little stale or something like that. I I would really want to know what happened to them like if the crackhead couple ended up getting a divorce and you know, now he's shacking up with her. Like I want to know and I never heard um anything what happened to this guy? I would be. Maybe they keep the husband curious. in the
0: basement in one of those in the the gimp suit, like from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. And they just they bring the husband out every now and again. On a
2: leash. I just that's just how I envision it. To me, I would argue it's funnier and maybe worse than Laverne. Because you got a cop banging a known crackhead on duty, I would argue that's worse. Or yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't know what the moral line in the sand is with banging on duty, but I would assume banging another cop is probably just a touch higher on the bar of moral standards than banging a crackhead.
0: Especially it's if shit goes off tragic. and they can't
2: cover you. Yes.
0: I'd be a wee bit ticked about that.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say it's, it may, I don't know if it's worse or not, but it's it's certainly more tragic. Uh, just, uh, it's just you know, it's not funny, ha ha. It's funny, sad.
2: No, it's funny, ha ha. It is. It's very <laughs> funny, ha Do you guys? Do you guys have any work, greasy stories to share before I get into the ones that were sent to me, Saul?
0: No, I mean, based on what we talked about a little earlier, though, in your point about other, other fields or professions being the same, I will easily state that when I was a public defender, we used to have a yearly conference where we'd all go away, and it was absolutely notorious for, you know, people sleeping with other people and getting into trouble and all, all the exact same shit. Like all the stuff that plagues, you know, police departments also plagues public defender offices and every other office on the fucking planet. If you put people with opposite parts or similar parts, whatever you're into, somebody's gonna try to stick something in something.
2: I I don't know, think it was a podcast. I think I was on a live stream with Ben. And we were talking about Police Week, and I'm not sure how that came up. I've never been, but I've heard so many fucking stories. You know, people are supposed to be going there to, like, you know, honor the fallen and stuff, and it's basically an orgy. Stash, have you been to Police Week? That seems like right up your alley. I
3: have. I have been to Police Week, yep.
2: Is it an orgy, like I'm describing?
3: I mean, it's honor the fallen by day, fest by night. (laughs) It's, yeah, it can, it can get pretty, it can get pretty rowdy. Um, that, that, the, the memes are, the memes are true on that.
2: Well, I, I've heard stories, man, like firsthand accounts. So I know it's fucking yeah, true. It's, it's all, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's real. Okay, can
0: confirm. I was going to say, I must be old and lame. There's like no part of that that sounds appealing to me at all.
2: I mean, I like to drink and have a good time and stuff, but I I was going to say, you know, I've for years kind of thought about maybe doing a a booth at police week because I thought it would be fun. But, you know, if my wife ever listens to this and hears it's like basically a fucking orgy, there's no way that's going to (laughs) happen.
0: You could make like PMPM condoms.
2: (laughs) I mean, I sell everything else. You know what? I'm going to have to but hit they a
0: post-patch. Have to be, they've got to be poorly made and have a bunch of holes in them. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I don't want to. I feel like. Like they go to put it on and it's just the ring at the bottom. There's nothing else.
2: <laughs> <laughs> poorly made cock rings. <laughs> well, all right. Two things. I, I can't fucking remember, but I felt like on this police week thing, Ben was saying that he knew a guy that like. You know what? I don't know if I'm supposed to repeat that story, so I don't know if that was on or off, so never mind. But Broken Condoms, we'll just go that, that route. But I was going to say I should hit up Ghost Patch, and I should make a Police Week patch for this year. And it has to do something with like a Roman orgy or something like that. It would fly off the shelves.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 rooted deeply in reality
2: stashed you got a a story a greasy story to share
3: i i don't have anything too specific but um back when i was in the army national guard uh you know we would have weekend drills once a month two weeks a year we'd go away for for a longer training and then intermittent things in between and the the amount of of just blatant infidelity would have made, you know, those Tennessee cops blush. Uh, that they, they, I mean, there was stuff like that and worse going on every single time. Um, You know, it, it was bad. It was bad. Cause I, you know, not every unit is co-ed, but I, I was military police, which is co-ed, which just makes it that much worse. Um, it's Stuff like that is just part of the course.
2: Am I a fucking prude for having a big... I don't know. I just... I don't know. The infidelity stuff, it just like it's one of those things that grinds my gears. Like it just if people don't want to be with somebody anymore or they're not happy, then leave and then go fuck whoever you want. Like because it it affects other people. I think that's why it really like fucking pisses me off. I mean, I got to be honest with you. If that was against the law, I'd have no problem with it. I know not everybody shares that opinion, but if, you know, if you had to fucking, you know, get a fine for banging somebody else or take a couple nights in jail for cheating on your wife fuck you i might again i might be a little extreme with that though
0: approximately 2013 in your old home state there lenny it was illegal for non-married couples to rent a hotel room together
2: no shit
0: yeah it wasn't enforceable and there was no penalty but it was still on the books what the there was
2: something i have a I feel like I have an old Colorado book. This is totally different, but like suicide was on the books as a crime with no punishment, obviously. That was about the same time period, I think. Handcuff the
0: dead body? Yeah. You're You're under
1: arrest.
2: arrest. (laughs) You're going downtown, pal, not in my town. I I think a
3: a big problem with the whole infidelity thing is that it's not so much that, you know, folks don't want to be together and they should rather just break up, I think it's like, it's like a, it comes down to like entitlement and they want to have their cake and eat it too. You know, they want to have the stable relationship at home and they want to have all the whores. You know, it's, 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 it's an entitlement problem from, from the way I see it.
2: That's interesting. I, I would argue that the cheating stuff is not anything new. I mean, I, I would, I don't know. I would assume our great grandparents and our grandparents and parents and all that had to deal with that, and I, I don't oh, know, Johnny. It's I think been I just around. Well, I was gonna say I think I equated Johnny's statement with like the entitlement of like our generations kind of thing, but I mean, you man, were more getting at like entitlement, just like in not just of like you know millennials and gen z and stuff right johnny well
3: yeah not 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 just millennials although I, it, it could go to my earlier point that i think that you know cheating and everything is is less looked down on nowadays it's more normalized um i find it's less of a, of a scandal i think but what, what i mean is that is that to your your point that you know if someone rather than cheat they should just break up if they don't want to be with with that person I think the problem is they do want to be with that person and they also want everything else
2: they want but that they strange Johnny
3: yeah yeah they do and you know I can relate to that but there's a <laughs> there's a proper way to go about that and then there's the scumbag way to go about that
2: so basically you know? normalize swinging 2024. Right?
3: you got you gotta got but you gotta put the effort in you got to put the effort into to do it right if you don't do it right You know, you end up, you end up a meme. You
0: know my, you guys have seen the movie Hall Pass, right? Yes. Which I don't think I have. Oh, oh, dude, it's fucking hilarious. So the basic premise is these guys are married, and they think if they were single, they'd be able to bang any chick that they wanted to. And when they're given the opportunity, they realize that no chicks want to bang them at all. And it reminds me, Stash, you'll probably think this is funny. We had a friend of a friend who there was a couple where the guy wanted to swing and open the marriage up. And the wife was really hesitant to do it, but he was pushing, pushing, pushing. So they did it. And her dance card was full every single weekend while he (laughs) sat his ass at home staring at the wall because he was getting nothing. So he opened the marriage and it benefited her greatly. And he was... He was spending a lot of time by himself.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean that—that's that, how the cookie crumbles sometimes, you know.
2: It's it is a crumble cookie, delicious. By the way, I love crumble cookies. That is a fucking thing. Which I'm honestly surprised my wife wants to have sex with me occasionally. I thought I, you're gonna I'm say like... your
0: wife wants to swing. I about died.
1: <laughs> oh
2: no! <laughs> oh, oh, if my wife wants to swing, that means I'm not doing it. But I, well, oh, but I, I was gonna say though, like I thought about that. Like, God, what if something happens? God forbid something happens. Um, I I never have sex again. <laughs> like, who the fuck wants to bang me? You know? So I, it's weird though, cause I I see guys and like I don't know if it's just like they're fucking. You know, they're bragging about shit that's not true. But I'm like, who the fuck would want to have sex with you? You're a fucking asshole. Apparently people do. Maybe that's, you know, that's the whole thing, right? You got to be an asshole to bang chicks.
0: So, oh, God, here's the question. So, Stash, I got to know. So, I used to work with a lawyer who is no longer with us, RIP. Um, but he and his wife who may or may not have been an exotic dancer we into the whole swinging thing and he just had all these crazy stories and he would break down all the rules and tell us about all that stuff and it sounded exhausting but um it's my understanding it's that like if you're going to a swinger party you have to be invited and you can't go
3: alone right like a solo male can't go yeah it, it all depends i mean the the more reputable uh Clubs, so to speak, are are no single males. Um, th- those are the better ones. Has but, there uh, ever
0: been a couple that walks in though where like the guy is like super cheesy with like the male medallion in his tracksuit zipped down past his hairy <laughs> chest? And everybody's like, Fuck no, who invited that
3: dude? I mean, so so many couples are are they lopsided, so to speak, you know? Somehow or another, they, they managed to land a, a smoking hot wife who's into the lifestyle, and they're just, they themselves are not bringing anything to the table.
0: Cheesiest guy you've seen at one of those things. I just, I need somebody to be wearing like white patent leather shoes or something. <laughs> I <know that.
3: laughs> I've never seen anything like that.
0: Any tracksuits? Please tell me there's at least like one
3: Russian the guy
0: with. With the tracksuit, minus the gold AK? I
3: mean, I I might get some play if I roll with the tracksuit next time.
0: Okay, double dog dare you. I need this to
2: happen. Done. All right. I don't know where this fits in here, but we've all seen old school where the guy comes to the door and says, yeah, I'm here for the gangbang. That's what I imagine you look like, Johnny.
0: (laughs) Where he's got like the, it's like the white dude with the stash and the jerry curl. Yeah. (laughs)
2: No,
3: it's 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 more like it's more like you, you ever see. A
0: Holy shit, so that's Sunny.
2: a Laverne PD meme. That is a Laverne PD meme. I don't think I've seen that one yet. That's gonna be the fucking meme for this podcast. Is I'm here for the gangbang for Laverne. I PD. think I
0: saw somebody did that.
2: Damn it! I'm gonna do it anyway. I don't give a shit.
3: Damn it! Damn it! Damn it. No, uh, you, you you ever seen that that episode of It's Always Sunny where uh, <laughs> where where Frank and Dennis show up for the for the orgy? And the, the guy the doorman opens up the door and he's like, "What's the password?" He just pans to Frank and he says, "Orgy,"
2: <laughs>
3: and he goes, "You may enter."
2: <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. One. Oh, that's Great awesome. episode, highly
3: recommend. It's the it's the glory hole episode.
2: Highly recommend. I'm I'm very far behind on Sunny. I need to I need to get back on that. All right, we're gonna get to some of the greasy stories and uh, react to them. Where, this comes in from one of our loyal listeners, where can I begin on department love triangles? My buddy and his girlfriend both got hired at the same time for the same department. Uh, his girlfriend dumped him and got pregnant by and eventually married her FTO. Oh. Who was also one of his eventual FTOs. Oh, no. Oh. Dude. You know, I've made the meme before about like the guys at the academy and the uh, what the hell's that movie in the 70s with uh, all the like the people that end up being the stars, Dace and Confused, where uh, he's like, I just girls keep getting younger kind of thing. I I feel like that's the guys that work in the academies, no matter how old I get, they stay the same Same age. (laughs) I wonder if that movie holds up. I remember fucking loving that movie when I was in high school. I'd be curious if that one holds up. Anyway, he has another one. The absolute worst love triangles were, I'm going to leave the agency out. Just about everyone has dated or is married to another. The major is married to one of the brass for a contract medical company. He also cheated on her with a girl from IA who is now married to one of the captains who divorced his wife who is the training secretary to be with the IA girl. Another captain is married. I can't even keep track. Another captain is married to the food service supervisor who loves gossip. The lead FTO is still legally married to another FTO while he was dating another CO. One LT was engaged to a girl who helped get into IA. As soon as that happened, they broke it off their relationship. She dated the head of IA at a nearby facility. Holy shit. I can't even keep, Keep it up. This goes on and on and on about like people fucking each other. And I wanted to read this one because... I hope it's like a... Oh, I was just going to say, I hope this is like a 30,000 person
0: department and not like a 30 person department. <laughs> it's It was a
2: bigger department. But it's
0: probably this... like a 30 person department.
2: That's how I felt reading this thing. But that's something I wanted to talk about as far as fucking co-workers i say ixnay on that unless it's true love which i know is hard to tell and i would never never ever would i want to get in the way of true love but every child in that department is probably a cousin right like (laughs) i don't know who needs to hear this but you can meet people that don't work at the same place as you you can do it. There's fucking I'm married tender to a co-worker. <laughs> Are you really? You dog. Yeah. We've worked okay. together for 10 years. Okay. What about the uh, the first two? Uh, One of them. Well, fuck you. I'm still sticking with my point.
0: Oh, no. Don't get me wrong. That's why when I say terrible idea, generally... Um, my wife and I have really good perspective on it and keep clear boundaries during like when we're at work and everything and it's a different scenario. It's not like a in department thing. It's a completely different world. But um, no, I when I was a public defender, I was briefly married to another public defender and that was a fucking shit show. So I've I've learned that lesson the hard way. I'll just leave that there that that's generally a very terrible bad idea.
2: But sometimes they can have it
0: ramifications works.
2: for years. I, I would say sometimes it works, though. Like sometimes it works out very well. So my department was like, you know, pretty decently sized department. And I knew a few girls that never, ever dated somebody within the department, or at least I never heard about it. I knew a few girls that they went from guy to guy to guy on the department. I guess the guys too would go from girl, girl on the department, but I found the people that didn't fucking tell anybody about it. They seemed to do a lot better. Like I knew uh, one person, I think very highly of, I think she dated one dude on the department. It was a good thing for a few years and then, you know, it didn't work out kind of thing, but it wasn't one of those things where it's like, Oh, she's just banging him or they're banging each other to, you know, boost their careers kind of thing or, or whatever. But I just, unless it's like something like I think in my humble opinion, and I think a lot of times we know, but sometimes, sometimes we're off. We don't fucking know, I guess. I'm going to take that back. We don't know sometimes, but just be very cautious banging coworkers. There's, there's people outside in the real world, but again, I would never block true love. Just saying, Johnny, what do you think?
3: Yeah. I mean, that that's totally fair. Um, I can't think of any, Successful workplace romances I've bear borne witness to, but I'm, I'm sure they can happen. You know, it's I, it's I, one of those things where where you, you want to avoid it if you can. It's 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 a slippery slope, and you, you don't want to slip. I so,
0: feel but, like
2: I asked. No, oh, go, ahead, Saul. Go, no go ahead, Go I ahead. No, go ahead. I was
0: just gonna say the funny story about how. So, I am an owner of a law firm, and I had partners. And when we hired my wife on, we were looking for somebody in the same position. And I was like, guys, we have interviewed complete dog shit. I know you don't. It was my girlfriend at the time. I know you don't want to bring my girlfriend in, but take me out of the room. You guys interview her. If you're cool with bringing her on, bring her on. I'm going to completely stay out of it. But she's really good at her job and she's way better than these other people. And one of my partners said, well, I'm worried about what if you guys break up? And I said, that's fair. Let me explain it this way. If I g- walked into my house and found her with another dude, I'd say, get the fuck out of my house. Are you still coming to work on Monday? <laughs> 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 and it's just worked. We brought her on and she's. we've worked closely together for you know, over a decade and can finish each other's thoughts. And it's worked out really well. I also know police couples that have worked out really well. But for everyone that works out well, there's a dozen that ruined families or went terrible because, I mean, how are you going to be on the team with somebody who like, oh, Johnny's fucking my wife now and I've got to go cover him. I would probably, if a suspect was beating him up, I'd get a few kicks in on Johnny too before I arrested the guy.
2: Yeah, how did he get kicked? How did he get that fucking cut on the back of his head? No idea. I, I don't know. No Weird.
0: clue. You and the perp just wink at each other because you know.
2: Yeah. Fuck 12.
1: Who said that?
2: <laughs> Johnny, I think we covered this uh, on your podcast, but in case I didn't and I forgot, I would assume it's safe to say, say you met somebody on your department. That happen to be in the lifestyle, you probably would avoid that, right?
3: Yeah, that there, there's not too many ways that that can go right, and there's plenty of ways that, that can go wrong. So uh, that's that's probably no go.
2: Yeah, which I I think kind of like lends its hands into let's just be careful banging coworkers. All right, there's there's other fish in the sea, and I have like I could fucking rant forever i think people are like overly picky too but there, there's there's people if you want to fucking fuck a cop how many fucking neighboring agencies are nearby meet a chick that works on a different department meet a guy that works on a different department it'll be it'll be better
0: um, we also throw something out there that needs to be said though yeah go for if it. you're a supervisor banging subordinates or you're at the academy banging fucking cadets fuck you i, just I will
2: second it. that here here go yeah solid, fuck yourself solid. that shit needs to stop man that shit. Well, it's needs like the, to fucking
0: like the new york lap dance with that chick don't get me started on that because i know plenty of kick-ass females that bust their ass to do a good job and i think that's more insulting to them than anybody but also that lieutenant who sat there in front of everybody Fuck you, dude. You should know way better. than I don't feel bad for that dude at all. I don't know if he was fired or what, but
2: no, they, they fuck. Nothing happened to them. I mean, I think they got like moved around or something like that. No, nothing like zero
0: them. sympathy for that, dude. I hope his wife kicked him in the nuts.
2: Well, you know, I, I put up a poll when that happened and it was like 50-50. If I put up a poll about TikTok cops, it's like 95 to 5. Fuck them. It was like 50-50. Where people are like, no, who cares? They're on their day off or they're not on duty. Who gives a shit what they do? And, I, and I'm like screaming at the computer like, if it was two cops, who gives a shit? But it's a fucking boss. It's her fucking supervisor. How is that okay in any fucking world? That's, just that's where
0: I... Yeah, if they were straight co-workers, I wouldn't give a shit. My problem is his position of authority. Fuck you, dude. And if you listen to this, fuck you.
2: And if you want to come on my podcast, feel free. Um, uh, By the way, I meant to mention this earlier when we were talking about the Laverne train station. But if any of those people would like to come on my podcast, I would love to talk to you. Just saying, if anybody knows anybody, love to talk to you on the podcast. It'd be fun. We'll have a good time. That
3: would be an excellent episode. So bad. I think Stash should be on. I'll sit that one out.
2: <laughs> I'd love to. Go it's kind of like
0: OnlyFans, lady. Nothing good's gonna come out of my mouth.
2: Stash will be like, "All right, so what's your phone number?" Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. What
3: What was your rotational schedule? <laughs> we just end up talking shop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you see Pineapple Magazine? That's bullshit. What's your Eiffel Tower technique?
2: How do you work that? No Eiffel Tower jokes? I was actually going to see how he answered.
3: Oh, you mean legitimately? I mean, yeah, we want
2: to know. Yeah. The the,
3: the Eiffel Tower is a go to, man. He's asking if they've ever been to Paris.
2: (laughs) That's the code
0: word.
3: That's (laughs) the code word. I just think it'd be really
0: weird having two guys banging the same woman, especially if it's your spouse. But like, just looking each other dead in the eye and being like, "Oh, it's so good for me." Is it good for you, Johnny? And you got like make eye contact in that one. <laughs> you got like oh, yeah. sweat dripping down I'm, your mustache as deep, you're making eye contact. Deep, soulful stare. <laughs>
3: What if has any dude ever winked at you? I've never had a wink. I think I think that I think that might be a mood killer.
2: <laughs> oh All right, here's the next one. Department love story. Back when I was young, impressionable and horny with 5 years on, I did a month long temporary assignment with a chick in a specialty detail. This girl was twice divorced from cops, very outgoing, fun to be around, and a pathological narcissist. We started, danging, we started dating and banging like Catholic rabbits. She had the magic vagina. She taught me that I could have sex for 12 hours when properly tempted. We broke up after three weeks, and then I learned the truth. She'd been banging at least eight other dudes that I knew about, including the precinct commander. I'm Vagina Brothers with probably 20 other dudes. I learned the lesson of not dipping my pen in the company ink. She resigned in lieu of being fired for committing a felony. That was mastery in writing, by the way. I can't even sleep for 12 hours. (laughs) (laughs) That's a long time, man. Do you like... Is it like one of those things where, like, you you're trying to win a car and you have to like touch the car, and the first person to let go, or like if you let go, then you can't win the car. Have you guys seen one of those things?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel now like that qu- would
2: be like having sex for twelve hours.
3: My question is: is is this multiple rounds over twelve hours, or, or was he soaking for twelve hours straight?
1: <laughs> I
0: didn't ask maps- if he's
2: from Utah.
0: I would need at least like a sandwich every
3: two hours. There has to be intermission in there. It it can't be 12 hours straight.
2: No.
0: Are there any hoagies involved?
2: (laughs) There's meat. That's for sure.
0: Roast Uh, beef. That's
2: what's for dinner. All right. We should do the office for the podcast before I get carried away here and this one literally yeah, just right came after in.
0: roast beef let's commend an amazing <laughs> performance
2: and i think it's a female office um
3: oh good god <laughs> god bless her
2: so i i just want to say this guy wrote in like probably one of the longest emails i've ever gotten and i can barely read but we're going to get to the the good meat of this so to speak the roast beef of this so oh. to speak. is it beef and cheddar is there horsey sauce
0: horsey sauce like chlamydia sorry wow
2: wow i'm done anyway big thanks to ghost patch for donating the officer of the podcast patches if you want to nominate somebody that deserves to be the officer of the podcast just email me it's very simple poorly made police memes at gmail.com you can send me a, a dm It'll piss me off, but I will accept it. Let me get to the meat here. Uh, Let's see. There was a good sentence here. Hold on. It's so long.
3: That's what she said.
2: Not to me. You should send the Laverne
0: chick a patch. She was holding that department together.
2: I debated making her the officer of the podcast before we started recording but it's like that's that's not cool for the people that are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing not banging their sergeant so anyway so the writer writes in blankety has been my biggest inspiration since starting our careers and it's the perfect role model for what a law enforcement officer should be blankety takes her calls Puts deserving people in jail without complaining, even if she gets a call five minutes before the end of shift. So blankety, well fucking done. Sorry for the roast beef jokes. You didn't deserve that. Does she deserve Sincere a... apologies? Yeah, sorry about that. Do you deserve air horns, T Rex, or uh whatever else I play? I don't remember. Applause. That's
3: a that's an air horn if I ever heard one.
2: I agree on behalf of Tobias that needs to be an air horn. The third one was for you, Toby, you dick. Just kidding. I love you, buddy. Even though you wouldn't go to Mastodon with me, it's fine. All me let me pull up our next one here. Ooh,
0: is it a voicemail thing?
2: It is. This guy sent me a message before and I couldn't get it to work. But I think the rest of them should work. Let's see. If you
0: guys send in voice messages, can you please use your sexy, sultry voices when you do it? Because it would just make it more awesome.
2: Because Saul needs. Uh, I know. Okay. Hold on a second. I can do this. I promise. All right. I think the voice thing is not going to work, but we're going to give it a shot. Okay. It's not. Stand by. Well, it is going to work. We're just going to have to do it the hard way. That's what she said.
0: Is that your fucking smoke detector again, dude?
2: Oh, different smoke. De- I'm telling you, dude. They <laughs> All right. So here's what happened. Uh, I moved into this house like 18 months ago and put up all the smoke detectors and stuff. And like one by one, they're all going out. I actually got on Amazon and ordered like fucking 18 nine volts the other day. So, But I forgot to change it. And I'm surprised it didn't happen more often. All right, where is this fucking greasy story? By the way, this guy who sent me this message, he sent me one of the fucking most disgusting videos of all time, and I fucking hate him for it. I cannot get it out of my mind. But anyway, um, we're going to try and play this and see if it works. You're just going to leave that hanging out there like that? Have you guys seen the video of the lady with the fish? oh god i just saw that yesterday so fucking gross dude that is wow. have not and wow. am not no don't. you don't no all right if it's, it's scarred bad. the
0: two of you i don't want any part of it
2: i was eating lunch the other day actually dinner the other what? day not that it matters and all of a sudden it popped in my head and i almost couldn't eat because it was so gross
0: <laughs> were you god. mid-bite into a filet of fish sandwich
2: <laughs> i was at mickey d's but i i did not get fish for that reason All right, here we go.
0: And not because it was Mickey D's.
5: So I work in a prison where the joke was you don't lose your spouse, you lose your turn. We had a lieutenant hold over an officer for another eight hours. The lieutenant then went to the officer's house and fucked the officer's wife. On another occasion, a separate lieutenant fucked his secretary in his office inside the prison. Nothing became of that except that he got promoted to Sacramento.
2: That is fucking
0: greasy, man. Well, he got promoted to Sactown, which seems fitting.
2: Yeah. Dude, who fucking does that, man? And by the way, not literally, but figuratively, fuck you, lady that's fucking sleeping with your husband's boss. There's a special place in hell for you, too.
0: Okay, here's the poll you need to put up, though. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck about rank. If anybody in that position ever held me over to go bang my spouse, we're going knuckles.
3: You beat me to it. I was going to say, thems are fighting words, man. You beat me to it.
0: Yeah, like, holy, how does anybody
3: respect? I would
0: tell everybody and their mom about that, and there would be a knuckle
2: punching shit like this, people get worked up with, you know, when it comes to relationships and shit. And I mean, I you know what? I'll I'll look for the article. I, I remember one when I was I don't know, younger at an agency in uh, northern Colorado where it was like it, pe- people like end up killing each other over shit like that. You know what I mean? I, I got to be honest with you, man if that dude comes home from work and just happens to catch his boss and his wife, I really wouldn't feel sorry for them. If he decided to take care of business, like you kind of deserve that shit. I mean, maybe that's a little much though, but I get it. I get why you'd fucking be mad about that shit and be pushed to an extreme like that. That's why Colorado has crimes of passion.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately you still have to go to prison, but I would be, if I was on that jury, I'd be like, oh, "I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't. I don't think they proved it. I don't think he did it. Yeah, <laughs> but he's he's on the camera in the house. Uh, I don't think that was him. <laughs>
2: yeah, don't, but don't fucking. Do they that have shit, his man. gun.
0: I I don't think that's the right gun. I think they mixed him up.
2: I feel like in yeah, prison, if... you would probably be okay as far as like if they're like oh that dude fucking killed his old lady and uh you know that guy "Ah, that's cool man that dude's cool or am I am I do I not understand prisons very well
0: I don't think you understand prisons very well but I will also (laughs) say that to that supervisor who fucking did that if you listen to this you're the piece of the shit of the year award
2: that could be a new thing we do Actually, I had a recommendation, and I might do it. Actually, I won't, because I'd rather recognize people doing good work, but people to do like the Blue Falcon of the podcast and send a Blue Falcon patch to people that suck. That guy's not a
0: Blue Falcon. That guy's a blue fucking pterodactyl. (laughs) (laughs) That's bad. He's a blue pterodactyl eating a baby while punching the American flag in the face. That's what that
2: you, guy is. You hate kids, though. I mean, I get the flag thing, but...
0: I just like to mace them. Mace
2: I like spicy babies. babies. Well, shit. Apparently, I've I've lost a message or didn't spell the guy's name right, which makes me sad.
0: You know what? While he's doing that, whoever sent that in, send in that guy's fucking name. He's going he else... on the wall of shame, and I don't even feel bad. Let's beat him up. He needs a good flaming poo bag on his porch step. He calls a shit poop. All right, what's the next one, short Buzz? I'm fucking working on it, man. This is hard work. All right, while okay. you're working on it, stash. I have a question for you. Sure. All right. So my buddy who was in the lifestyle, I learned all these cool rules that I didn't know exist. Like there were couples that like their level of swinging was you could be with other people, but in different locations. Then like the next level was with other people, but in different rooms at the same location, then with other people in the same room and then with other people in the same room, but all interacting directly with each other. Am I close?
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's there's no one size fits all. It's it's pretty customizable. God, that's I don't know. Like watching somebody else bang
0: your spouse is not something I will ever understand. I'm not judging. I'm just saying for my brain, it like starts smoking.
3: Yeah, it's absolutely not for everybody.
0: Yeah, kudos to you, my man. I there's no way I'm fragile. Built different. Have you (laughs) You ever had built different? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you no ever cap. had
3: fist fights at the club, like mid coitus, like
0: somebody just loses their
3: shit? No, it's it's only been drama free in, in in my ends. Yeah. I've, I've Follow never... up question:
0: Isn't somebody ever like she doesn't moan like that with me?
3: You know that, that, that that's
0: definitely an
3: issue that arises with people, especially when they're new to it. You know, the, the fantasy is more appealing than the reality sometimes. And when the reality hits, a lot of people get uh, buyer's remorse, so to speak.
2: Reality hits you hard,
3: bro.
0: Oh, God. Now I want to know if anybody's ever called out, like, like if the spouse is banging another person but calls the other person the spouse's name. Give it to me, pony. I'm over here, babe. <laughs> I would Wasn't say to... me. that's Tom's. That's Tom's finger in your ass.
2: <laughs> I would have to say, if you're a dude in that lifestyle, you—I mean, sure, you, Johnny, you could attest to this. You got to be pretty fucking confident in your skin. Oh,
3: absolutely! It, it takes a lot of of self confidence and. and... And um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just uh, just not caring about the little things. You know, you, you, you got to learn to just look at life a little bit differently.
2: I, I really Being think... Being a little things. Hey, how dare you? I'm right here. Right,
3: right. You really got to be not self-conscious about your own little thing. Have you ever
0: seen another guy take off his pants in the room and you just start clapping and say, bravo, sir?
3: Not in a not in
0: that way. Sorry, Lenny, I stepped on you there.
2: I'm just taking in the awkward silence of that question.
0: I'm trying to fill time while you're trying to do the fucking.
2: I found the thing like five minutes computer. ago. I found it like five minutes ago, and you're you're very interested in the lifestyle, and I don't want to take that away I from have you.
3: So many questions he's about he's curious. Six. That, that, you know, that, that's how it starts. The curiosity grows. I'm just saying. It's a shower.
2: The not sad thing
0: is, I find the whole thing intriguing just because it's, it's kind of like musicians. My brain doesn't work it that way either. Like, I just, I can't think that way, but I appreciate that other people can. I'm fascinated by this because it's so not me and I have zero desire at all, ever. But talking to people who do it amuses the shit out of me.
2: You should have done the like, podcast. I should have just let you be the guest host.
0: Boom. Play that shit.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, you think is your next question. You're here. That's how we're going to do this. I will do my state. or I'll do what people wrote in or um, said. And then you, you can ask swinger questions while I look for the next one. I think we got a good rhythm here. It'll oh be God. like an Eiffel Tower, and we'll look eye-to-eye eye while we do this together. <laughs> while, while doing, doing the that. rhythm
0: method. Go on. Yes.
2: Yes. All right. So this guy writes in, some dude oh. fucked around with a probation officer, and then her husband came by the police station, climbed up on the hood of his Jeep, and stomped in the hood and left his wedding band. <laughs> you fucking All imagine out. that shit? That's, that's pretty funny. Like King kong and on his fucking... Jeep. You banged my wife so I'm going to destroy your Jeep.
0: If that dude reported it or had him charged, he's getting his man card revoked. You just got to own that one and buy a new hood. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Have you guys ever had a fight during swinging over the preferences of water-based lubricant versus oil-based lubricant in which is preferable?
3: So you got you got inside all that beforehand. You know what I mean? You, you can't go in and winging it like amateur hour it's it's all going to be decided you know what i mean the, the itinerary the itinerary has to be set what is the custom with regard to glitter oh man n- n- never glitter that, that's an automatic party foul
0: We're not okay. Glitter because it's sticky and hard to wash off or
3: well glitter as they say is quite like the herpes of craft supplies. And anything involving herpes is not something you want to get involved in the lifestyle. Just because you can never get rid of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always it's always there. You know, once you get a little glitter involved, that's it. It's it's everywhere. All right.
2: Same thing with the herp. All right. Enough of your glitter and herpes talk. Here's the next one. I, in full transparency, haven't listened to this, so we'll see what happens.
5: What's up, everybody? This is Art, as in Arthur, King of the Britons. Um... Is he in like Sorry, a cafe? Start. Anyway, I'm kind of winging this.
2: Say what now? Is he what?
0: Like in a cafe with all the background chatter?
2: I don't know. It's, I mean, he's King Arthur. I don't know. He could.
0: I he hope it's through, with be the knights at like, the round table. Canceled.
2: Yeah. So this chick
0: was getting blasted at work and then somebody <laughs> in the background's going to be like, "Here's your bagel,
3: sir. <laughs> Here's your avocado
0: toast."
3: Um Order But
5: uh, I have a good story for you guys about workplace dating uh back when I started back in yesteryear when the Crown Vic still reigned supreme.
2: Uh Okay, yeah, he's definitely in a restaurant. Did you hear the music?
0: Yeah. i know you wanted me to do a podcast on a plane we all gotta have standards out there people (laughs) uh
5: had a training officer for a while who was dating a sergeant in the same division um and they were a cool couple i actually have a lot of respect for both of them they did well crawled up the ranks as the years went on and uh Everything was good. But I'd heard, obviously, being out in training, that he had had a nasty divorce prior and that his ex still worked in a neighboring district. So fast forward a little bit and uh, we get a freaking possible home invasion robbery,
2: right? By the way, now I think maybe at a house and watching TV are you guys still on i'm the gonna cafe? go with restaurant because it's more fun okay yeah yeah definitely some kind of cafe
3: restaurant thing so briefing
5: and then before briefing is we're getting our cars to roll out and go you know go out there heavy the guys are joking around they're like hey they're gonna have rifles pointed back and forth we better be careful because you know so and so and so and so and she's here and blah 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 and of course, you know, being the trainee, I'm like, no way this, this, this can't be true. But anyway, we, I roll out there pretty quick, <clears throat> get there with my TO, find a good perimeter spot. Everyone's got rifles pointed and the Sergeant who was dating my former training officer pulls me up. She goes, Hey, come, come follow me real quick. Come over here. You know, I do what I do, what I need to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm with her. And as we're walking, I'm like, is she using me as a human shield? Is, is this really happening right now? So, uh, you know, after, after we get done, my, my former training officers at that time were laughing.
2: I have no idea what's going on. I'm intrigued. Let's see what part four is.
5: My former training officers were laughing and joking. Like she was using you as a shield, bro. That, that totally, that was a thing. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. So yeah, yeah. don't dimp your pen in company ink. And, uh, Things can get nasty quick. So, uh, anyway, uh, hope you all are having a good show. Uh, Toby, your mom says hi. Uh, she, she'd say it herself, but the the zipper mouth on her gimp suit is closed right now. Anyway, see you guys.
1: <laughs> wow, wow, that I took a, a Toby turn. Shot.
2: Okay, <laughs> I feel like we missed part of the story. Like, I feel like a segment was missing. So, they went to a call at her house and then his sergeant used him as a human shield no neighboring agencies where
0: disgruntled x and current partner are both there didn't want to cross the stream so his sergeant used him as a human shield because the x was like on the other side of the perimeter and they're may have been concerned about one taking a pot shot at the other was what I gleaned from it. Also little fucked up on the sergeant's part. And I'd be like, go fuck yourself.
3: Yeah. That's, that's hairy.
2: Wow.
0: That is what the French call late Dick move.
2: Yeah. I, I, I've read that in all my French books. Le Dick move. All right. Let me pull up the next one. All right. More swinger questions. Oh, um, come on, dude. Eiffel Tower. This with me
0: has your well, I don't want to make it too personal to you because that's Dicky. Have you ever heard of anybody like I can't imagine if what if there's something you've been trying to get your spouse to do for like years and they won't do with you and then you look over and she's letting Gus do it and she's never let you do Gus? it. Gus. Yeah, that's what I just named the other swinger guy. Gus.
3: God. Yeah, see, see that—that's where I wouldn't be with a guy named Gus. I mean, come on, I—I've got standards.
2: You know, have you guys seen that cor- corn-fed cowboy guy um, on Instagram? A lot of his reels—that I could see him being a Gus. Nothing. I have not. Nobody. Seen, I'm not seen that. No, uh, I have not either. Oh. They're great. By but more
3: to your point of the question, um, I mean, that's never happened to me. But there's, there's some things that, you know, say my wife doesn't do. And the whole, you know, a, a big draw of being with another woman is that the other woman will do it. And that's that's totally above board. It's something we, you know, we've discussed and talked about. And it's it's something she's happy to have the others do to me that she just won't do. So it all works out. we you know get what we want in the end.
2: And when it happens... Yes, the air horns go off. All right, here's the next one. My previous agency is the definition of ass cancer and has a morale similar to a North Korean detention camp. A couple of years ago, we had a married recruit at our department enjoying her academy time. By enjoying her academy time, I mean she was banging the in-service instructor who was still married at the time. Naturally, the instructor was disciplined, but the recruit was not because she was a protected class. Um, this isn't anything over. Cre- uh, sorry, this isn't anything overly crazy, except the recruit bears the uncanny resemblance to old gangbanging Megan of Tennessee train fame. Oh, and he sent me a photo. Uh, my coworkers and even their spouses have committed on the sim- commented on the similarities. I think there is an invasion of body snatchers, except it's badge snatchers. Um, No, nah, they look different. Different, but the same. Again, you know what drives like, me? What grinds your gears, Saul? Go ahead. Like, the, the fact, we're dealing with all
0: grown-ass adults, and to me, they're all equally culpable. Meaning if one gets punished the other should get punished because you're both grown-ass fucking adults but i also am in favor of people in positions of power who are abusing that double fuck you fuck you both but double fuck you if you're using your rank or anything else like that shit should not go downhill it either goes sideways or sideways or if you were married before somebody promoted fine but if you're I teach in the academy and you're fucking a dirtbag if you're out
2: there trying to poach
0: fucking students. Fuck you. Sorry, makes me grumpy.
2: Yeah, no, I it makes me very very grumpy. I I saw that at least I want to say three times at my agency. Um and then you were talking earlier about, you know, the sergeant, you know, banging the fucking new cop. It, I, I saw that a couple times too. It's just, it's, they're all married too. every single time they're married. It's not like, you know, they're not married. And again, I, I'm not one of these people that I think people we've, we've had like the dating podcast. I don't want to like plow old ground, so to speak, but I think people give up on their marriages way too soon. But I also think that there's just, you know, it is what it is. It's a new era. It's better. Sometimes it's better for you. Sometimes it's better for the like kids. Even like if the relationship's gonna be so awful, you know what? Fine, get a divorce. But I just, I don't know. If you're fucking married and you're banging somebody else, I you don't. I don't really hold you in high esteem. Which is sad because there was a guy who was a a newly promoted sergeant that I held in high esteem. I thought he was a fucking cops cop, good dude, and then he. Ends up being an asshap. There we go.
0: So you'll like this. I uh, used to work with uh, a woman who's now a fucking magistrate. Or she was last day I knew. But we were at a work function. And she brings a guy to the fucking work function. And I'm like, oh, hey, good to see you again or something. And she gives me the evil eye. And she's like, it's a different guy. She brought her <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Side piece to the fucking work function, and I mistook him for her husband. And I didn't <laughs> even feel that because I was like, Motherfucker, that's on you, you giant fucking
2: dumbass. That's awesome. All right, here's the next one. At blankety PD, I heard a male and female patrol cops who were. On my shift, started seeing each other. No biggie. They were good cops. Little did the male cop know, but the female cop had a fiance at home. The two ended up getting really close. And at one point, the female let him in as, man, this is poorly written, poorly made. At one point, the female let him get his dick wet. But she finally decided to cut it off after letting it get too far Cut off the dick? I, I think cut off the relationship, not the dick. This is not just a Lorraine Bobbitt sure. story. Okay. Okay. We have a combination of me not being able to read and poorly made notes. Although this could just mean me not knowing how to read. What we didn't know was the mail took this unusually hard. The days before CAD mapping. So shifts would put up all the cops on... Groove texts and share their locations for tactical reasons, mostly. Oh. The
0: female. Oh, sweet baby Jesus.
2: You know what? Oh, this I just isn't going to go well. I'm I haven't read, read this by yet. The story, sorry. I haven't read this yet. Uh, I don't even know where this is going. The female cop is a real go-getter. Oh, it's going and, to her house. I'm thinking. Uh, and takes her phone home, forgetting the location data was on. All of a sudden, he was showing up at random place- places. Finally, she says something to a friend who isn't a cop about the location data, data. Luckily, the two kept it quiet. Fast forward one year when the male would purposely leave his beat um, and go to division lines to see her. Unfortunately, she would entertain it again. Eventually, it got to the point where supervisors were hearing rumors from other cops. They began monitoring their GPS uh, from inside cruisers and body cam. Eventually, a captain got involved, and they were given direct orders to stay away from each other. To this day, the female shows up for in service, and people will say, "Hey, you better pay attention because blank the female won't be there to save you." So that was the point of this whole thing: was everybody knew she's out fucking doing shit she's not supposed to do, and that was the point of the first story, right? Where we talking about my friend, you know, banging the the crack whore is if you're fucking on duty and your fucking pants are off, your belt's off, you're fucking, you know, three inches deep, somebody might be calling for help. Unless you're, you're pooping. Totally Unless you're pooping. That's different. By the way, put yourself on a detail when you're pooping so they don't call you. Rookie move, right? That's what you guys do, right?
3: It's a pro tip, baby. Every time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Door checks, whatever. Put yourself on a fucking call. Stay on the call you were on just so you're not getting dispatched shit so you can go fucking take a dump. Because that's the worst if you're clear and you're taking a shit and, you know, people are screaming for help and you're the car dispatched and you're sitting wherever you're sitting taking a shit. Saul, I need you to buy some time with some questions. I got to find another one.
0: Is there like a hierarchy in the swinging community? Like, do you have like the only thing I can think of? I'm not intentionally going clanny with this, but like the Grand Wizard of swinging, and then you have like,
2: like just fucking say what I think you
3: just. Said? <laughs> Holy yes, fuck! There, there is a, there is a swinging grand dragon. God damn! <laughs> you have,
0: you have like different patches on your shoulders. How do you tell who has yeah, more rank?
3: Yeah, it's like it's like a red. and if white armband, um, like a little, a little black symbol in the middle.
0: Holy shit! Oh, follow up question: oldest, oldest couple up to a swinging party do you have like geriatrics in their 90s like she's taking off her teeth and putting them on the nightstand
3: yeah, I mean, what you've never had a
0: GJ before
3: <laughs>
0: not by Gam Gam
3: well I don't know where else you're getting a GJ from
2: <laughs> I could be curious I, I could be wrong here Johnny I feel There's like been, like so, you're, 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 but, he's <laughs> going digital <laughs> on us He's cutting out. Saul, are you on the mountain? All right. Maybe Saul will come back at oh, some sorry. point. Oh, sorry.
0: Oh, God. Am I off?
2: No, there you are. Here we you found are. you. cool cool uh, I yeah, was going to no, say, I... Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. but, 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 uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Saul. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, like, what's the oldest couple to show up? And everybody's like, no, we don't want your old ass balls.
3: Up in here. Yeah, I mean I, I feel like there might be some some separate communities for the geriatric folk. Uh pretty much any retirement community. Uh is it like the senior away.
0: PGA, like you're no longer allowed
3: to compete with the
0: youngsters <laughs> at a certain age?
3: Yeah, yeah, that there's 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 age ranked divisions. Like,
0: happy fiftieth, Tommy, you're fucking out of here, bro. Yeah, yeah. They, they
3: they host retirement parties and everything.
0: What do the cakes look like? What shapes? I mean, do you have to ask?
2: <laughs> I always enjoy a good dick cake, Johnny, I was gonna say i I feel like the swinging community is probably for the most part, and you tell me if I'm wrong, maybe a little older, like midlife yes. and beyond Absolutely. am i am I yeah. right about that? Okay. Oh yes. Yeah, I, you just, I
3: skew younger for
2: sure. You've just been with somebody for, you know, 30 years, and you just you want a little taste of the little strange, you know? It gets there. I, I was going to say, and not to take this on a twisted turn, I've heard some stories about, like, the old folks' homes that, like, there will be outbreaks of, like, chlamydia and, you know, the clap and shit. At old folks' homes because all the old people are banging each other. I don't know what else you're gonna true? do. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, they, they get down like that.
2: Oh,
0: pulling gray pubes that? out of your mouth. Oh, yeah.
2: The uh, it's, I don't know, you seem like that Galapagos turtle or whatever. It's like, <gasps> <gasps> yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I imagine that's what it's like in the old folks' home. You know, the times I've been in there, I just thought I heard screaming because people were trying to escape, but maybe it's because they're fucking, I don't know.
0: I have heard that dementia sex is the best. It's always new.
2: The Grand Wizard is still the
1: comment of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ.
2: All right. And on that note, here's our next story.
1: Hey, Lloyd. Here's a couple humdingers for you guys to discuss. The first one we will say, the head of the precinct that I work at, he, he kept a, call him a watch commander, on midnight shift, even though he had asked to go to day shift because he was going through some marital problems and he wanted to, he was trying to work things out with his wife. The precinct chief oh. kept him on midnight. And it turns out he was doing that so he can go over and fuck that watch. Yeah.
2: Two of those, oh, man. Two of those. Why? Why? God.
1: Thanos. He ended up getting demoted for that and working at headquarters for, I think, a year. And then he was promoted to a precinct chief at another precinct. Um, where, from what I understand, he got in trouble for doing the same thing again. He, by that time, had enough time in, so he retired with no real repercussions.
2: I don't like slinging mud. Yes, I do. But I've heard, I don't know what it is about about—like people in like those chiefs positions. I've heard similar type stories about that. I was going to name drop somebody and I thought better of it. Um, Okay. No, go ahead.
0: Here's what grinds my gears, my friend. Who was that? The stupid fucking golf cart chief who made a somewhat innocuous comment about like, I hope we're not going to get a ticket in our fucking golf cart in a gated community. And everybody was screaming for her head on a platter but somebody using their position of power to keep somebody in a position to where they can go to their house and fuck their wife. That person
2: doesn't get fired. Fuck you. The pot brownie guy that was on one of the last podcasts that dude gets fired for fucking being stupid and having a pot brownie, but we got guys doing all kinds of fucking crazy shit that see, this is what I'm talking about. Saul, like, and I know this is a little different because it's a supervisor, but how can somebody that fucks somebody else's spouse and uses their it, position of power to assign gonna, them to a duty to accomplish that?
0: How does that not a triple fucking, fuck you? How is that not against the law somehow?
3: Yeah, that, that's yeah. got to be criminal.
0: You should get punched in the face and be fired, and I don't feel fucking bad for you at all. If that guy's retired and sitting by the pool, I hope you choke on your fucking daiquiri. I'm getting irrationally angry at these people.
2: I wonder if he's the grand wizard of swinging.
0: He probably is, but he's probably the dude showing up alone with his saggy balls, telling everybody how cool he was in the fucking 70s.
2: What was that video that was going around? It was one of the first ones on Tosh. It was like, it was like the really spray tan guy, like with his banana hammock swinging around um, at one of those like Jamaican clubs or whatever. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. Does that sound familiar, Johnny? He could be I'll the greatest really, really swing. Okay, never mind. Some somebody is gonna send me a message and say I got that reference and thank you. But yeah, I. That's one of those things, like I Art Acevedo, right? America's fucking favorite chief, even though he's a fucking cocksucker.
0: How many I departments think... can you get fired from and still keep running departments, but go
2: on? Exactly, and he had the thing like he left. As, like, a higher up, I think, for California State Patrol or whatever. He left there under some scrutiny for something like that. And there's rumors that basically that shit has followed him anywhere he's gone, is fucking subordinates and, you know, people related to the police department or whatever. And this people like him are supposed to be leaders in law enforcement. They can't keep it in their pants. And that, to me, that's why it, it, you know, I get it. What, you know, whatever you do on your own time is your own business. I get that to a certain extent, but you have shit like this. And I'll say it again and I'll fucking keep saying it. Yeah, there's problems in law enforcement. We've, we've seen some things. Thanks, Memphis. But uh, the biggest fucking problems facing policing are the shitty fucking people that quote unquote lead police departments and yeah
0: and seen amazing people who lead departments and i think it's just such a disservice to them and the profession when you have these complete any abuse of your power and your position and your rank fuck you
2: fuck you all right can i go on a little rant thanks I, I thought about doing a podcast on this subject maybe down the line maybe even a YouTube video we'll see what happens but I was thinking about this the other day driving around and I, I think it kind of relates I almost automatically do not trust somebody the moment they tell me that they want to someday be the chief i I ran across that a few times with like recruits and stuff is like I you know I want to be you know I want to lead the police department at some point so why the fuck are you here? You don't want to be a cop to automatically. I'm like, you're not a cop from day one. You're not a fucking cop. And I'm just, I wonder, I just feel like people that are in those roles. Cause everybody hates their boss. Right. I'm trying to, sorry, this was like a thought I had three days ago. So I'm trying to remember my, my point with it, but I just, I feel like there's something unwell with people that strive to be in those positions. Like I feel like the best leaders are reluctant leaders kind of thing because they have to do it. Cause it's the right thing. The, the people that just want the title and the name and to be a leader and to be the manager, to be the chief or whatever, I just automatically assume they're a fucking cocksucker and they're toxic and they're the worst thing that can happen. Am I off base with that? You guys see what I'm trying to say here, Johnny?
3: Yeah, I, I, I get what you're getting at. Um, you know, I, I think it kind of depends sometimes because I, I feel like to an extent, almost everybody, at least for a moment, kind of has that feeling that, you know, oh, my supervisor or my chief is a dickhead. And I feel like if I was in that position, I could do it better. And maybe one day I will. I mean, I've felt that way before myself. Um
2: But on the other hand, well that's make... a different thought. You know what? Me, real quick. Sorry. I, I think that's different. Like I can do it better. Like having that, like I'm going to do better for people kind of attitude is different than the, just like, I want to be on top, but go on.
3: Right. Right. And and, and, and I agree on that aspect. Like the so someone who wants that level of power too much uh, is a problem. And, and I feel like that not even just with leadership roles, I feel like that kind of, when it comes to your motivation to even want to become a police officer in the first place, uh, you know, a, a lot of people, especially in this era of of lowered hiring standards, a lot of people who want to get into the job for the wrong reasons are doing so. You know, and it, and it, you really got to be careful with with what's what's someone's motivation. What you know, what why does someone want to be in that position? You know, whether it's leadership position or otherwise.
0: Saul, what do you think? So I'll take a little bit of a different spin and it depends. So like I own a business and I have employees that work for me and it's not, I don't ever power trip on anybody. I don't do the whole, if you ever need to pull rank and tell somebody that you're their boss, then you're not being the boss the correct way. So like with my employees, I set clear standards. I'm cool with them. But if there's an issue, I'm straightforward and like, hi, this is what we expect. This is what you did. This is why we don't do it. We're having this conversation for the first time. If we need to have this conversation again, it's not going to go as well. Do you understand what's expected of you? Cool. Like, I don't jam people up in power trips. I don't go after them to show I'm the boss. You don't bang their spouses while you work overnight? Okay. Like. The whole point is I don't want to work with people who are miserable, but I've been an employee and I don't think it's fair. If Here's what always drove me nuts. If somebody's screwing up on the job, I never respected the bosses who waited until the yearly review and then jammed them up over something they could have fixed 10 months ago. Right? So if somebody has an issue, bring them in. Hi, you're doing X. You can't do it because of this. Do you understand? Do you understand what's expected of you? cool. I want you to fix it so that we don't have this issue forward. And it's more of like a mentoring teaching thing. So I always respect and I think more officers out there need to strive to be sergeants if you're doing it for the right reason. And the right reason is not being a douchebag who's power tripping on your people, not somebody who's micromanaging every call, But somebody who understands what's important, what's not important, when to back your people up, when to, you know, shield them from lieutenants and above or whatever your power structure is. I think good sergeants, every single team needs them. And that's how you keep good officers from getting burnt out. Uh, um, I think that's the most important role for good cops to be good sergeants and protect their people from the bullshit above.
2: Well said. Now, I agree with you. If
0: you're doing it just because you want stripes on your shoulder and to tell everybody you're a sergeant, that's the wrong reason and you're going to be a dickbag.
2: I've i heard stories about people that have been promoted since I left my agency. Some some good, some bad. A lot bad. A lot of them bad. But it's, it is always kind of neat. Like, oh, dude, I worked with that guy. That guy was fucking cool, man. He'll be a good boss. So it is... There's stories like that, so I don't want people to automatically be like, well, shit, you know, poorly made, so don't don't promote her, I'm a dickbag. And I'm not saying that, like, if you want to be a boss for the right reason, do it. But if you just want to be the boss to be the boss, you're going to have a bad time and you're going to fuck people over. On that note, that let's is... continue the message. No, go ahead, Saul, go ahead.
0: Quick caveat for everybody out there. Caveat, that's for you.
2: Caveat. Um
0: When I teach either lawyers or cops, I always say this, and I think it's important to remember. Your reputation starts in the academy, whether it's doing anything that's even slightly dishonest, being a blue falcon, or fucking your coworkers. Um, But you got to remember that shit's going to follow you throughout your entire career, and you don't know who was in your academy that you're going to be calling sir or ma'am later. In my law practice, the number of fucking idiots that I've gone against that I have to call your honor later. And so I had to bite my tongue a lot in practice, but that pays off when they're in charge. You You don't know who's going to get promoted or why. So just always be mindful of that in your daily life and don't fuck their spouse. Thank you.
2: Yeah. And like I talked with my good buddy, Riley, a couple podcasts goes, fucking same team man just figure it out for the sake of everybody i figured I figure it out figure it out god how the fuck did we not say that that entire podcast but i was gonna say just to add to what saul was saying i'll admit it the academy for me was not easy i didn't come from a military background that was i i was used to you know I had a career in a normal job and it was weird to be in that kind of environment, getting screamed and yelled at and stuff and you know, running and you know, all that good shit. End of the end of the day it was fucking great for me. I'm I'm glad I experienced it. But I was a fucking mess in the academy. I was a soup sandwich. The people in my class, and if any of you motherfuckers listen to this podcast, fuck you, and I love you guys, but I could tell when I worked with them years down the road, they saw the same old Lloyd that was a fuck up in the Academy. They didn't see all the strides I had, I had made and improved and, and became a, I think a, a decent cop by the end of it. I I felt I could sense that. Right. So that is important. I think for people to remember is, you know, on both sides of the coin, you know, people are going to see how you were in the Academy. And also because somebody had a hard time in the academy doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be a bad cop down the line. I saw plenty of guys that did great in the academy and did not so great out on the road. Doesn't always translate. But to Saul's point, that shit does follow you for sure. Or when of Saul's points, he's smarter than me,
1: Grand Wizard. The next one we had a I done larger. learning. We got a uh, someone fresh from the academy. They were still in the FTU, and they hooked up, and not only they hook up, she became pregnant. And again, this was all happening with that one precinct chief, so everything was kind of brushed under the rug. He was allowed to finish out his time and retire, and she is still working for the agency in anything other than an enforcement uh, capacity, if she can, if she can help it Uh, third one. All right. Before
2: we get to the third one, I wanted to talk about that one a little bit. That kind of goes to me, like the same thing with like, Oh, I want to be chief. Oh, I want to be a cop, but I don't want to do anything that involves being in an enforcement position. If you're one of those people fuck off. I totally get somebody needs like a a timeout or a break from the road. That's cool. That's totally fine. But if you literally go from special assignment to special assignment and you're never actually a cop throughout your career, go fuck yourself. Am I off base?
3: No, not at all.
0: So that cracks me up because I'm I get it. I'm a reserve. I'm a fucking volunteer. One thing that's always really bothered me is I make a point to go on patrol every week because I think if you're going to wear the uniform, I don't think you've earned it unless you've gone out on patrol. I can't stand there's a lot of reserves and I'll straight up say it that will work like stupid traffic detail and only do special assignments because they want to look like a cop but they don't ever want to be even remotely in danger. And I just I don't fucking respect it. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I think that's basically like playing dress up. And I'm not going to shit on like reserves or anything like that. I I think there's lots of reserves throughout the country. It's just like, hey, I've always had the passion. I have a normal job. I'm going to be a reserve kind of thing. That's cool. I I respect that. And it probably helps out. I completely agree. But, you know, there's (laughs) it's it's like the same thing, man. There's basically people that just want to play dress up and they don't actually want to do anything. They don't want to get their hands wet. That's not how that's. Yeah.
0: I just think that's shitty. It's like somebody that goes to swinger parties, but isn't sticking their wiener in anything. I mean, you got to commit to sticking your wiener in something. Am I right? Literally. Seriously.
2: I feel like if I went to a swinger party, I'd have a hard time relating, you know, I'd be like that guy like, Hey, do you guys notice gums gotten mintier lately? That's not a that's not a, a starter for chicks, is it? Oh, my God. Did I ever tell you my brothel story? I don't know. Let's hear it.
0: Do we have time for this stupidity?
2: I have a minute left on this message, and then I saved the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life for the very end. So as, are you doing good on time, Stash?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm always down for a good brothel story.
2: Let's do it. Brothel <laughs> so... it up.
0: So I used to do cross country motorcycle trips every year just to kind of decompress a little bit. And I had this app on my phone for like offbeat uh, attractions along the way to check out like a UFO watchtower or there's a gravestone in Texas with a state plaque about an alien supposedly being buried in a graveyard just north of Dallas. Weird shit like that. So. I was riding my motorcycle all around Area 51 in Nevada, which is a super cool amazing scenery ride if anybody's ever interested in doing it. But one of the things that popped up on my app was the only alien themed brothel in the United States is on the west side of Area 51. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you you dig it Lenny cuz their most often request is apparently Princess Leia. So, yeah. I, uh, yeah, So I found it And I was sitting in a mediation With a retired chief judge That I used to practice in front of And we're sitting in there and I was like Judge here's the thing There's an alien themed brothel I'm going on a road trip And they have a gift shop I don't know how I am not going to go To the gift shop And the chief judge looks at me and he goes Oh you gotta go so I, I wanted to go buy like every up,
3: half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder.
2: Go on.
0: What is that? What is that from?
2: It's from the Princess Leia. You ding dong. I don't know where you get your delusions, oh, laser good. brain.
0: Okay, that one I remember. Um, yeah. So I ended up. This is going to sound super fucked up. Um, I ended up on a road trip later. I couldn't go that time because it was on the wrong side of Area 51 and it was 300 miles out of the way. But I ended up later uh, on a road trip with my daughter and we took a picture in front of the brothel sign because I thought it was fucking hilarious. And there were all kinds of normal people in the parking lot taking shots in front of the brothel sign. The saddest thing, though, is the gift shop, the brothel is attached to a gas station. (laughs) and it's a normal fucking yeah it's a normal fucking gas station right by it's like the area 51 gas station so the saddest thing ever though was the gift shop was just in the gas station and not in the brothel but if i didn't have my child with me she was an adult at the time she was 20 years old it was a good time to have a chat about life decisions and where they could leave you like to working in a brothel attached to a fucking gas station. Um, So we used it as a teaching moment. But I was super bummed that they didn't have, like, brothel T-shirts because that would have been fucking amazing. But I always thought the coolest thing would be to go – because they gave tours at the brothel, and I was like, kid, no way in hell I'm doing that with my child. But I always thought it would be cool to give one of those chicks, like, a hundred bucks and just sit at the bar and be like, look, here's a hundred bucks. I just want to hear the most fucked up shit people have asked you to do. And that's all I would want to do is hear their, they have got to have amazing stories.
1: Oh, I bet on that note, we had an agent who was working day shift for training. I believe it was use of force or, or weapons qualification. And he came home earlier than his wife planned. He heard a noise in the closet and lo and behold, It was a fellow officer from our precinct. There was some altercation. The police were called. So he was rubber gunned while they did their investigation for uh, a domestic violence call. Uh, The other officer was allowed to transfer to another precinct without any repercussions to him. And from what I've heard, no one over there will have anything to do with him because thankfully, news travels.
2: That guy had a kind of a William Shatner vibe going on, didn't
0: he? Oh, you guys are way too young for this. That happened in an amazing 90s action movie, The Last Boy Scout with bruce willis the what he comes home and finds out that one of his friends is in the closet and was banging his wife have you guys never seen the last boy scout
2: the premise sounds familiar but i'm not sure
0: it's amazing and everybody should watch it if you like 90s action movies with just all the great easy one-liners after anybody gets shot you'll love the movie
2: how would you cheat on um, Bruce Willis, man? Right? That could never happen. All right. Here is, in my opinion, the best story. I hope you guys enjoy it.
4: British Bobby here doing a, uh American accent to uh, remain anonymous. Uh, so we had a guy who was a Tudor constable, which is your equivalent of an FTO. Uh, He was married. He had two children and, uh, he started to be over the side with, uh, one of the probationers. Um, so he starts seeing her, he gets her pregnant and, uh, apologies for this shit American accent. Um, gets her pregnant and they decide to keep the child so long story short he ends up staying with his wife while also staying with the girlfriend they end up having another baby together but obviously the-
2: i'm fucking dying at what he thinks an american sounds like I, I, i'm offended it's so he amazing offended chip chip cheerio at least we have our teeth motherfucker <laughs>
4: apologies I let go of the button I told the rest of the story without realizing uh, it wasn't recording so um yeah so he's basically living two um, lives so he's got the wife and then he's got the probation a girlfriend um, obviously the wife doesn't know about the probation of girlfriend uh, they end up having two kids together Without the wife knowing, he basically decides to come clean and says to his wife that he's seeing this probationer. She obviously says, I don't want to be with you no more. So they uh, break up and he moves in to the uh, probationer's house or flat. So basically what happens is uh, he's sort of happily with them now and the wife um, decides to call him. and says, uh, I need a hand with something, uh, with the children. Could you come over? So Oh God. Sorry, I didn't realise there was a time limit with these things. I'll uh speed it up a bit. So uh he basically ends up going onto to the house where the wife is wearing lingerie and uh she says, I want you to fuck me. So he does and ends up having an affair with Uh, His wife again, obviously behind his now girlfriend's back. Um, So this (laughs) ends up going on for a while, and he decides that he now wants to get back with his wife. So uh, he tells his girlfriend that he's going to leave her, packs his bags, and uh, he goes walking up his driveway. He knocks on the door where the wife answers and says, How can you be so stupid? You know, do you really think I wanted to get back with you? Fuck you. This is how um, you made me feel when you left me and slammed the door in his face and he loses everything. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Royal Britannia and God save the king.
0: (laughs) Can you play the slow clap for the white on that
3: one? Well, let me play this first. My, my desire to throw tea into the harbor is intensifying. <laughs> I like
0: how he goes hickey with wife.
2: Wife. <laughs> well done, mate. By the way, well done, you British fuck. Um. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a clap, clap in for the wife. That is fucking amer- uh, amazing, and that that is a happy ending because that guy fucking deserved it. Yeah, I love shoot, that she shoot. played
0: the long con. She's forty chested
2: ass. By the way, just fucking props for the American voice that that was amazing. He sent me another voice message. I have no idea what it is. Should I play it? Yeah, Absolutely. but can I point out how exhausting it's
0: exhausting enough to have one family. How the fuck does somebody have the stamina for two?
2: Okay, so Saul, me and you have a friend that will be remain nameless for this, and. They've talked about having, you know, additional wives and shit. I disappoint one. woman. and I know this is all jokes, but fuck off. I already disappoint my wife. I don't want to disappoint another woman. That's a lot of fucking pressure, man. Yeah. Why would you ever want to be in twice as much trouble? Yeah. You know, and then they could fucking gang up on you even worse, dude. And then we're in Stash's world. That that, that's not a world for the faint of heart. No, Stash's world is different because it's like it's not all the time, you know? You take care of business, you uh high five during the Eiffel Tower and you move on, you know?
0: Kind of kind of chicks that would double up on a dude like me.
2: Uh what's what does the guy in office space say? Like, what would you do? Two chicks at the same time, man. Yeah. All right,
4: I'll tell you what I do. Two chicks at the same time. In amongst these shitty voice notes, um, I forgot a little part. Maybe you can just fucking say it in there. But um, like whilst their little affair is going on um, with, the, with the wife, she's like, oh, um, I love you. I want you to get back with me and all this sort of shit. And that's why he left the probationer girlfriend. I've told this story about three times on these voice notes. And uh, yeah, obviously forgot to put it in this
2: one. Now nah, I'll just take that out. Or I'll leave it in because I'm a dick. But yeah, the fucking long con played by her is amazing. And she should be the officer. Of the Well, she's in a cop. She should be the long conner of the podcast.
0: Is a probationer like a probation officer or was he banging somebody that was on probation?
2: I would think a probationary officer is the, the just that is, I, I don't speak British very well, but that was my interpretation.
0: That dude's got to stop having his tea in somebody else's crumpets.
2: <laughs> hey, well guys, thanks for playing along with me. What have we learned today? I don't know if that was rhetorical or not, but I think what I have learned is don't dip your pin in the company ink, you dumb fucks. Anybody have anything to add to that?
3: That sums it up, especially
0: on duty. And if you're a supervisor doing that shit, fuck you. If I haven't said that before.
2: I You may have mentioned it.
0: I like to just keep bringing it back. It bears repeating.
2: Well, on that note, you guys know what to do. Support the fine sponsors of the podcast that put up with this smut. And support me. There's a link at the end of the podcast. And you can click on that and you can be a monthly donor. And guess what that does? That uh helps pay the pills down here. I think I said pay the pills. Pays the bills. No pills involved at this point. But you know, everybody that gets famous. They get wrapped up in their own tragedy and you know it'll it'll happen. And then uh, we got nice merch. Coins for Ghost Patch, and then in my t shirts and mugs and all that. Poorly made condoms. Poorly made condoms coming soon to the uh, orgy. I mean, police week. With that said, remember. Oh my God, that wasn't what I wanted. Hold on. (laughs) Let's see if we can get a better train. I want a good train whistle. No. Sorry, boys. What is with these fucking anti-ass trains? I don't know. That was like a haunting,
0: scary one.
2: There we go. Classic. And I love most of you. Bye-bye.